0: On the issue of vaccine, whatever you want to call it, certificates, passports, mandates, blah, 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 on and on. We know there's a million different names for it. Basically, what we're talking about is if you want to do certain things in this country, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination. It has become one of, if not the most contentious issues I can remember in a very, very long time. And it's happening. BC brought theirs in this week. Um, If you want to go to a movie or you want to go to a casino or all kinds of different places, a restaurant gonna have to be vaccinated same thing we've seen in quebec ontario is introducing it manitoba's talked about all kinds of places essentially everywhere except alberta and saskatchewan at this point at least discussing it so far um and it causes a lot of consternation and a lot of people get extremely angry about it but uh the latest research shows and you can see it um support is growing and continues to grow the latest polling shows that um uh it's now seven in ten canadians who are supporting it for public spaces. So to get some details on this latest round of polling, we're going to chat with Dave Korzynski, who is the research director with Angus Reid Institute. Dave, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. No problem. Always happy to join. So when we talk about this, um, I mean, the support has steadily gone up, right? As we've gone farther along, more and more Canadians getting on board with some sort of um, vaccine mandate.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really important to talk about where it's introduced, right? Because we started asking this question in May, just uh, assuming that this was going to become a bigger issue, and it really has, is it, as you mentioned, most of the country is now. Um, mm-hmm. If if they haven't implemented a program, they're in the middle of it or talking about it. Uh, Nova Scotia, I believe, just yesterday announced that they're moving in that direction after uh, their outbreak. Um And we've seen high levels of support across the country. If you're looking at it for international travel purposes or even for domestic travel purposes, uh, the idea that that you should have to show proof of vaccination to get on a plane just to fly from Edmonton to Toronto, uh, that's been about 80% uh, since we started asking. The big movement has been on these more uh, personal spaces, if you will, places in in your community like restaurants, uh, the mall, movie theaters, where nationally we started out at at 55% in May then jumped to 59% in July, and now we're at 70%. So people are getting more comfortable with it closer to home, I would say. That's the big story here. And
0: is it because they just see that the numbers are slowing down and we're not we're entering this fourth wave and the vaccination rates aren't doing what they need to do and they're seeing sort of this as an incentive? Is that the main reason?
1: Yeah, I think we're seeing some emerging research too that, uh, in, incentive-based programs aren't particularly effective. Um, there's some people who have studied them where they were done in the United States, uh, in, in Ohio, for example, and other jurisdictions where, uh, they don't tend to move the needle. The idea that you have, uh, you know, one in 500,000 chance at, at winning the lottery doesn't really push yeah. people to, to get vaccinated. But what does are these, these kind of, uh, Social measures that that make you feel like you're you can't really live your life the way that you would like to we saw in BC when it was implemented the vaccination rate doubled uh, week over week so it's not even necessarily people who are who are opposed to vaccination in a lot of cases it's people who have put it off for various reasons who might have just thought that they're healthy and they don't really think they need it or they will get it, but they're just waiting. They they don't want to, they're at a point in their life where they're just not making time for it. And it does tend to move people over. So um, I think that combined with the fact that we are seeing a fourth wave and and, uh, particularly in Alberta, uh, uh, particularly, you know, pretty uh, damaging one Mm -hmm. in terms of ICU capacities and the number of people who are being hospitalized and getting sick. Uh, I think those are kind of correlating and and pushing people in that direction.
0: And as we've talked about here, we know that Alberta and Saskatchewan, uh, the premiers in our provinces have said, yeah, we're not doing that. We we don't want to go down that road. So is it dramatically different the way the people in Alberta, Saskatchewan are viewing this? Are they sort of outliers too?
1: Uh, yeah, t- they tend to be m- the most divided populations. You know, we we do see um, some movement in Alberta more than we see in in Saskatchewan, and I think that a little bit of that is just that Saskatchewan hasn't been hit quite as hard yeah. um, in-, in the fourth wave. But if you look at the the six week comparison, um, support for public Our vaccination in public places has gone from 40 to 54 in Alberta, whereas it's gone just from 48 to 51 in Saskatchewan. So both populations quite divided. If you look at the other provinces, it's much more of a a 75-25 split. There are people who who push back and don't think it's necessary uh, in those public spaces. They do, however... Um, in most of the country if you if you look at this by um, events that are 50 people or more you do see another little jump there where it ticks up from 70 to 75 percent. so there's a, a realization that maybe if you're just going out to the mall you don't need it but if you're going to a football game that, seems more reasonable to, to some people who are are more opposed to it in, in other spaces
0: interesting okay and I, this the answer to this is probably obvious but how does it break down between vaccinated and unvaccinated people vaccinated far more in support i would think
1: yeah the the unvaccinated don't like this idea they don't want to be be pushed in that direction by government uh that's that's pretty much the story there with um it's about you know, 10 to 12% of, of our sample that say that they're either unvaccinated or that they're not sure at this point. Um, and if you're not sure, uh, you know, nine or 10 months into these discussions, I think you are not going to be, we can safely put you in <laughs> the unvaccinated group, um, because yeah, you've had lots of time, but there, there are still people who just, you know, for whatever reason are, are, are reading, uh, competing accounts of, of what to do and just haven't quite made up their mind. So, um, yeah, the the vaccinated largely in support of this and the unvaccinated largely pushing back. But there, there are vaccinated people, particularly in Alberta, who, who don't like the idea of having to show proof of vaccination. There's, there's a small group there that say that that's not necessary. So, you know, uh, the premier's idea that it's just not something that we want to go to. We don't want to make that, that ideological jump to mandating it. That does hold some weight with people who are vaccinated as well.
0: Interesting. Okay, Dave, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it.
1: Yep, no problem. You
0: take care. Thanks, Dave. That's Dave Korzynski, who is a research director at the Angus Reed Institute. And I think that sort of shakes out the way that I'm, uh, you know, I'm seeing the response from our audience, too. Um, it's, it's deeply divisive. It is deeply divisive. There's no question about it. And I understand that a lot of people get really angry about it, and a lot of people are really angry about the fact that we aren't doing it.